Welcome to another exciting edition of our broadcast. Um, it's a privilege and an opportunity to see you tuned in today again to hear God's word and to be energized, motivated and inspired by the Spirit of God. I believe that your week has been wonderful and I, I trust that you're, you've had a, um, an amazing week. Um, and I, I trust that God has been good to you and your family. And it's my pleasure to uh, host you once again uh, on this journey of life and our series of life's journey uh, where we explore uh, all of the different condiments that life offers in making our life meaningful uh, and our lives transform transformational. Um, we thank God for all the blessings He's brought our way in the last week that we since the last time we met. And I believe God has been good to you, especially now in this time where there are so many uncertainties around the world. Uh, there, there are pandemics all over the place. Uh, there are diseases and sicknesses and natural disasters. But God has kept us alive. And um, we by no means are excited that people are victims of these uh, circumstances. But uh, it only shows and highlights God's kindness and faithfulness in the midst of this ca catastrophes. God has been kind and merciful to us. And we pray for those who have lost loved ones in whatever form or shape, that God will succor their hearts and that the Holy Spirit will comfort them at these difficult times um, and that God will uh, uh, encourage them in his own way because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is a comforter and is the only one who can appropriately and rightly comfort those who have suffered any loss. Uh, I thank God for your life. I also like to say that we are also available not just on YouTube, but also on uh, we are, by the grace of God, also operate on different platforms as well. We have a new podcast on Anchor FM and also on Spotify. So you can get the same message, not only on YouTube. You can have the message on the go, if you like. Uh, we'll have a podcast um, link on the YouTube page, so you can always click on it and you can link on a link up uh, with um, the messages at your own time uh, and at your own space, you know. So uh, that's another privilege and another platform that God has provided for us uh, to further push out and enhance our capacity to bring forth words of inspiration, words that motivate, words that encourages, and words that build up, um, especially now in this, uh, this you know, this despairing and these um, discouraging times. We need things that will change us towards our goals in life and help us to arrive at our glorious estate in life. And I thank God that you are a part of that journey. And I know that this time together will be time well spent and time well utilized. All right, before we go on to today's topic, i like us to pray as our custom is. And begin the day, if you like, with God leading the way. Uh, the Bible says that he acknowledge him in all your ways and he will bring your desires to pass. So let us acknowledge him and uh, put him ahead of us so that he will go before us and make the crooked places straight. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to be gathered 
once again. But Lord, we thank you that you have kept us safe in the midst of all of these calamities and catastrophes and all of these destructions. Lord, you have been merciful to us. And Lord, you have singled us out to bless us. And we're thankful. And we're grateful. And we pray, Lord, that for those who have lost lost anyone of or who have lost their material possession, we pray that, Father, you will restore them, you will succor them, and you will comfort them, and that your love and your arms of goodness and greatness will be wrapped around them this time and in this season. And, Father, that they may know your love and your goodness and your kindness, O Lord, and that you will comfort them and, and succor them and wipe away their tears and that you will show them your mercy and grace. And indeed, to all of us, Lord, we will continually enjoy your presence, your favor, your mercy, your goodness, and your kindness. We thank you, Father, even as you give us, O oh Lord, that the door of utterance be opened unto us to bring forth your word with power and boldness, and, and, and that the word will bring liberation and redemption and justification and sanctification and that your name may be glorified, and that your holy child, Jesus Christ, may be magnified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' blessed name, we have prayed. Amen. So today our topic, we're still on our fulfillment series, and our topic for today is creativity for fulfillment. I'll say that again. Our theme for today is creativity for fulfillment. You would understand that when God created man, God created man with a purpose for him to be a creator. God created man as God is the ultimate creator, but he has also created man and given man the capacity to be a creator. And that's why the Bible says in Proverbs 25, verse, uh, verse 2, it says, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, and it is the honor of kings to search them out. I'll say that again. Proverbs 25, and verse 2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, and it is the honor of kings to search them out. So what does that mean? That means God created all things. If you remember the, the story in Genesis, God created everything and when he, he looked at everything that is created and he said it is very good so god created all things he made some things visible some things invisible and then he placed man on the earth for man to continue in that creativity so when god made man he hid some things in order for man to exercise his capacity for creativity so that in time to come when man comes to the realization of his creative ability, man can then begin to search and to discover what will make for him to enjoy this realm, this earthly realm, to make life more meaningful and more successful. God created man as co-creators. What I mean is, he's created all things, but man must discover those things. God created, for instance, God created uh, the solar energy and placed it in the sun. And it was for man to discover the capacity to convert that solar energy into electricity. When God created the sun, he created all of those potential. 
but it was left for man to make discovery. And that's why the Bible says it is the glory of God to conceal it in. It is the honor of kings to search them out. God created the wind and inside that wind, he created the capacity for the wind to generate wind energy. It wasn't the day that man discovered it that it was created. God placed it in the wind. God created it alongside the wind when he created the wind. But he gave man the privilege to make discoveries, thereby making God a creator. To by sorry, making man a creator. So God created everything. The Bible says in Hebrews, sorry, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says that he had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Uh, it was George Bernard Shaw who said that those who get along in life are those who get up and look for the circumstances they want, and if they can't find it, they make them. Those who get on in life are those who get up and look for the circumstances they want, and if they can't find them, make them. That means if you, for instance, man lived at a time without electricity, and then man began to discover the likes of Thomas Edison and uh, Nikola Tesla, began to discover, and, and way back, the Frederick Faraday and the rest of them, began to, under, began to see that man can actually generate electricity by putting certain uh, components together. So man, God created man and gave man the ability to discover. And God has done that for every single human being on earth. Every man has got the capacity, the ability to make discoveries. And unless we make conscious effort to discover who we are, to discover our capacity, to discover the things that makes, makes for life and makes for comfort and makes for advancement and makes for dynamism, then man cannot correctly achieve his purpose in life. For when God created us, he gave us the privilege to also be creators. He placed in us the capacity to make discoveries and he has given on, unto us everything that makes for life and godliness and it's for us to discover them. It is for us to find them. It is for us to discover them. You know, there was a day that Thomas Edison, sorry, um, Isaac Newton sat under a tree and whilst he was sitting musing, it, it, the story goes, he said that an apple tree, an apple fell and hit his head. And he began to wonder, began to think, why did that apple come down? Why did it not just, why did it not go up? And then he began to discover that there was something called gravity. Was it the day that he discovered gravity, that gravity came into existence? No. Gravity has always been in existence long before God created man. When God created the heavens and the earth, he put gravity as part of the component of the earth. But the day that man made discovery of gravity is the day that man made advancement in science and technology. So far, my, I, Isaac Newton then discovered that what pulled that, that apple down, that apple fruit down, was not uh, was was a, is an unseen force called gravity. He kept called it gravity. He could have called it any other thing. What I'm saying is, until man makes discovery, man remains in the dark. 
And God has given man the capacity to make discoveries by the capacity, by the ability that he placed in man at creation. Every single individual that God created, he created with the ability for him to make discoveries. And until we make discoveries, we cannot fully fulfill our potential, our capacity, and our abilities. Every single individual that God created in this world, he created them to find fulfillment through their own creativity. God is not satisfied that man comes, leaves this earth, and, and has nothing on ground to show that he came. Unfortunately, many people have come and gone with nothing tangible to show or to discover. But God has created all of us to be discoverers. There are people who discover the North Pole, people who discover the Antarctic, people who discovered the, the I remember the story of Copernicus, the first man who, who came with, with, the, with the argument that the earth was not flat. According to the Catholic, uh, the, uh, Catholic uh, movement then, he came in the 1500s and said that the earth was not actually flat, but it was a circle, that the earth rotates around the sun, not the other, not the other way around. And he was almost killed for that. He was imprisoned. And came also Galileo Galilei, who came with the idea and following in the line of Copernicus that the earth was actually uh, uh, was spherical, was round, and that revolves around the sun. And, you know, he was almost killed. Uh, he spent his life in isolation just because he propounded those theories that was different from the popular argument of the day. What am I saying? I'm saying that every man was created to be a discoverer. You, me, everybody. God created us and then hid his creativity, his creation. The other things that will make us creators, co-creators with him, he hid them in nature. He hid them everywhere. So you see a doctor or a pharmacist searches the plants and trees and makes the discovery of drugs and of medicine. You see the astronomer uh, it goes and he searches the heavenlies and the stars and the galaxies and he makes discoveries. You see the architect, he sits down and he compromise and he compose, composes and he, he, he imagines buildings that never were and he creates them. And you see the composer, the musician, uh, he sits down and he creates music where from his innermost being, he discovers music from inside himself that is how powerful god has made man that's how 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 packed how packed man is god created us to be co-creators to make discoveries for ourselves he created us to search out things that will make for our comfort in life when god created man adam he didn't put a suit on him he didn't put a, a nice he didn't put blazers on him he didn't put a nice of uh, leather skin shoe, uh, leather leather shoes on him. Man discovered all of that. When God created the world, he didn't put an aircraft at the airport. When God created the world, he didn't put a rocket uh, at the long launching pad. When God created the world, he didn't put a chopper on, on the early pad. No, man discovered all of those things. Why was man able to discover them? Because God has made man a creator. God created in man the capacity to be a creator also because the breath of God, the same breath that God, that comes out of his nostril is the same breath that God has placed in us. He said, let us make man in our image, in our own likeness. And the Bible says, and God put in man 
the breath of life. The same breath, the breath of life, the breath of life. It put in man the spirit of God. And that spirit gives man the capacity and the enablement and the opportunity to be a creator. For man to search within himself, it gave him a mind that is inexhaustible. It gave him a mind that that is in a, a, an, 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 a mind that, that it can be stretched to any limit, that has no limit. A mind that can stretch. Well, some, one wise man once said that once you have stretched your mind, it can never go back to its original size. That means it keeps expanding, it keeps enlarging, it keeps increasing. Man, God created man for him to exercise his mind in order for him to create his world. So I say to you today that you are created to be a creator. You are created to make discoveries. You are created to be outstanding. You are created to discover and leave your name in the annals of history. All of those men who have gone, I remember today because they left something tangible, something palpable. They left their names in the history, in the annals of history. There are many also who have come and we don't know them. They came and they never left any impact in life. There are songs they could have sung. There are books they could have written. There are structures they could have built. It was Benjamin Franklin who said, in order not to be forgotten when you are gone, write a book that is worth reading or live a, or live a life that is worth writing about. I think that's what we should be, that should be topmost in our heart is to find the purpose for which we are created. The purpose for our creativity. What is that discovery that will stamp our names in the, in the, in the chronicles of history? What is that thing that we are to discover? Isaac Newton discovered gravity, the laws of gravity, the laws of motion, not because he made them, he didn't create them. He simply discovered them. And because he discovered them, he became a co-creator with God. So God created us that we may also create. He created us. He gave to Adam. He said, name these animals. And the Bible said, whatever name he called them, that was the name that God agreed with. Why? He says, you are a co-creator. I've given you the capacity to create. I've given you the opportunity to create. I've given you the opportunity to put your name in this life that you will never be forgotten. I've given you the opportunity to discover yourself. And in discovering yourself, you can discover your purpose for existence. I've placed in this earth and in heaven the thing that will make for man to enjoy and to live to the fullness of his capacity. And so God gave us the most important instrument in life, the most important capacity for discovery, which is our minds. God gave us a mind for us to be able to discover. He gave us an infinite mind, a mind that surpasses, the mysteriousness of it surpasses human understanding. The mind of man is so amazing that whatever mind sets his mind to do, man always accomplishes. It's so scary to know that man has the capacity to bring about anything to existence just by the simple use of his mind. In, in Genesis chapter 6, the Bible says that God had told them to replenish the earth and multiply and, 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 and subdue it. But these men gathered together and began to build the Tower of Babel. 
And the Bible says that, and they began to build, and they had built it to heaven, and God said, nothing can be refrained from them that they have imagined to do. Can you imagine that? God said, nothing can be refrained from them that they've imagined to do. God said that they have a capacity to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve. They have the ability to attain whatever height they want to attain. They have the ability to create whatever it is they want to create. Because when I created them, I made them co-creators to discover all of their capacity and all of their abilities. And I placed in their mind that which is inexhaustible, that inexhaustible capacity to achieve, I placed in them a mind to accomplish. So it says nothing can be refrained from them that they have imagined to do. God couldn't stop them when they placed their minds to work. God couldn't stop them when they decided to exert their minds. God couldn't stop them when they determined to achieve their purpose. And so God had to disturb, distract them. God had to, in, had to interject their mission by, putting, by, dis, by giving them different languages. That was the only way that man didn't go to heaven through the power of Babel. Because God himself admitted that they have a mind that was inexhaustible, a mind that had the capacity to achieve, a mind that had the potential to become what he wants to be. So we have a mind that God placed in us when he created us. And if you look at true history, all of things, all of the things that man has imagined, man has actually accomplished. Man wanted to go to the moon. Man has gone to the moon. Man created massive uh, cruise liners that, that, that travels the sea. Massive metal floating on water. Amazing. That's the mind of man. Man has made aircraft, airplanes, complex in its nature, yet man created it. Man has gone to the depth of the sea. Man has tamed wild animals. Man has lived in different parts of the world, in different places of the, on the earth. And man is even thinking now of exploring outer space. How amazing. How phenomenal. That's the power of the mind of man. That's the power of the capacity that God has placed in man. And when we allow it to go to waste by not exerting it, by not putting it to use, what a great resource we lie, we are allowed to lie follow. I remember I'll close with this story from the book of Proverbs, chapter 24, from verse 30. Proverbs 24, verse 30. And that's the story of many, unfortunately, of many people in the world today. Many people are like that man in Proverbs 24, verse 30. He says, I went by the field of the uh, of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man that is void of understanding. And the and it had all it was all grown over with tons and nettles that covered the face thereof, and the stone wall was thereof was broken down. And I looked at it, he said, and I considered well, and I received instruction that a little sleep, a little slumber, a little, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as an armed man, and thy want as one that traveleth. Did you see that? That the man had the capacity, he owned a vineyard, he owned a field. He could have used that vineyard and that field. That field and that vineyard could be likened to the mind of man. You know, the, the mind of man has the potential to make wealth, to create wealth. It was the same thing. That man was sitting on a gold mine and he didn't realize 
that was sitting on a gold mine. That man was, was sitting on an amazing success and amazing wealth, and yet he allowed it to lie fallow. The Bible says his nettles had covered the face of his field, his vineyard. Do you know what a vineyard is? A vineyard is a place where they make wine, and, and I've never seen a poor winemaker in my life. You go to any winery, you see how, or vinery, you see how wealthy they are. You see how amazing wealth they generate. And this man was sitting on a gold mine, and yet he couldn't make anything of it. He sat by sleeping and wasting away. His mind was wasting away. And so he's unfortunate. That's the story of many folks today. The mind lies fallow, nettles that cover the face, and the, bro and the stone walls have broken down. And we live, and we just live on without any impact. We live on not realizing that we have possessors and creators and discoverers of greatness. My prayer today is that you will find that hope, that inspiration, that even as you hear these words today, that you'll be inspired to exert your mind, to be able to know that you will exert your mind to that which will make your life profitable, that there are things that you need to discover like Isaac Newton discovered the laws of gravity and the laws of motion, that you also will discover that which God has hid for you to, to make life meaningful. Just imagine what God has created you to discover. Uh, it was Robert Schuller who said that hell to him will be standing before God and seeing all that he could have achieved if only he had a little faith. It's a time, it will be a time of regret when God shows to us our capacity, our ability, and what we could have been if only we had used our mind. Remember, and I leave you with this words, you are a co-creator with God. You are a discoverer. Use your mind and discover all that God has intended you to become in the mighty name of Jesus. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you your own inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. The Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. Until next week when we'll be um, looking at a different topic, uh, in, because of our Christmas mood, we'll be digressing a little from our team for this month and looking at Christmas, uh, the team, and, and all of that, what Christmas entails and why Christmas is relevant as Christians. And uh, until then, I believe, God, that you stand steadfast, you stand hope, you keep hoping and keep believing, and the Lord will keep you and guide you and bless you and your family in Jesus' precious name. Goodbye and God bless.